with the Jono and Ben podcast. Thanks to Challenge, putting the service back into service stations. That is Taylor Swift, Cruel Summer, and we're getting things off by chucking someone in the draw whenever you hear a Taylor Swift song uh, during the hits. Uh, give us a call on 0800 The Hits. First caller through will go in uh, to win that amazing prize. Uh, trip to Sydney for two, accommodation, flights, and of course those two tickets to Taylor Swift on her Eras tour, and it just popped up at six o'clock straight away this morning. Trip of a lifetime. Well, that's all relative, isn't it? Depending how much life you've got left to live. But Sandy, welcome from Auckland. How are you this morning? Morning. Thanks, guys. How are you? Good. If I could coin a pun, you've pulled a Swifty, got up early, and you're in the draw. <laughs> Firstly, this is the ideal time to get in the draw, I reckon, for this isn't competition. It just every other time. I haven't been, haven't been lucky enough to get through, so yay, it's great. Now, are you obviously on your way to work? Yeah, I'm at work, just at Starship, yeah. Oh, good Starship on you. Hospital. Wonderful. We did a uh, thing with Starship the other week, actually. We did. Uh, yeah. Fundraising with Barfoot and Thompson. Yeah, it was awesome, actually. Very fun oh, night. Cool. Very fun night. But, so uh, do a lot of good things for Starship, so good on you. Well, no, we don't really. We've just turned up to a couple <laughs> was of lovely, things. Yeah. <laughs> it was lovely to be part of it. The amazing, amazing work that Starship does for helping out yeah. so many yeah, kids in New Zealand. Fantastic, fantastic yeah. organisation. It's it wonderful. Is. It is. I just wanted to brag about our charity work, Ben. <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyway, Sandy, are you doing this for yourself? Are you doing this for your, 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 your kids? What are you doing it for? Oh, look, for my daughter. Well, for both of us. We went to see Taylor Swift when she was last here in New Zealand. And she was just so great. And she actually came off the stage. And we managed to do a high five with her. So that was really exciting. Oh, did you? And that was my daughter's first concert. So it was memorable. So it would be lovely to go and see her again. Wow. Wow. Have you washed your hands since? (laughs) No. No. (laughs) Even though Starship are like, hey, you need to wash your hands for health and safety. Taylor Swift touched you. I put a glove on. (laughs) She works one-handed. How did you end up getting high-fived? Were you lingering outside a hotel or something? No, she just came. She came down actually because I thought it was a security building, just where we were having um, to be sitting. She actually came off the stage and walked straight past um, us, and then all the people that were in that sort of row got a high five. So it was really cool. Oh well, well this is the closest we're ever we're ever going to get to Taylor Swift. It's Talking probably. to Sandy, whose yeah. hand has clasped the hand of Taylor Swift. <laughs> That is incredible. If you want to come and high five me at Starship, come oh, on in. Well, we do. We do need to. Then we, we would have touched him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, well, I'm Sandy, turning this into a weird space. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, congrats. You're in the draw. All the very best for the competition. Yay, and thanks for getting thank up early so and listening. Much. Fingers crossed. Do you know? Awesome. So, so you were talking about a crazy dream you had the other night, producer Joel. That Niall Horan moved <laughs> next door to your house. Oh yeah, that was really Joel's like, weird. fear in Joel's eyes when you said that. <laughs> what dream? Producer Joel. Crazy dreams. Yes, I was a, a real random dream. I'm not even a one Direction fan and Noel Horan was living next to me in Green Lane, Auckland. Did yeah. you tell him that? Did you tell him that you were a One Direction fan in the in the dream? I, I'm a little bit of a One Direction fan. <laughs> he actually, probably doesn't want to move next door to a One Direction. No, fan, true, but that, I was just wanted to say I had a crazy dream last night. Taylor Swift started a moving company called Taylor Shift. Oh, and she yeah. moved my stuff, and I was like, "How?" Because you know how it's like cherry picks things that have happened the day before. Yeah. And we were talking about puns with someone yesterday. We were, yeah. Combined with the Taylor Swift. <laughs> there you go, Taylor Shift. So that's a great business opportunity for anyone too, if wanting to get into the moving game. The hits, the Jono and Ben podcast. And Sydney now, Jono. They talk about in this job, uh, you know, vulnerability. You know, be your real self. And mm. I realised uh, yesterday, there's no more vulnerable moment than when you show someone a video. A video that you think is funny. You're putting all, and you you want a reaction from that person yeah. in real life. Now you're very good at you fire off videos. You're always sending off videos that you see. 
to me a lot of time DMing me videos, which I appreciate. Like, I don't mm. get me wrong, but you like it's not you're showing me them, but you're just yeah. firing them off. I love I love scattergunning videos. A lot of them featuring uh, very little tiny people from Nepal <laughs> dancing. Uh, there was a little fellow on his head the other day. You see that waving his legs around and stuff so like that. So many like yeah, very videos, videos, but yeah, yeah. so yeah, so you do that. So but they're I, not for. <laughs> I wouldn't put them out to the wider public. But I'm not normally a person that shows other people a video. It's like I find in the office situation, you know, if you do it in the office and you play it on your computer, things have got to be perfect conditions. You know, mm. if the Wi-Fi is playing up, if you haven't you got skipped through the video at the start. Oh, the pre-roll ads, don't you? are like, you've got to watch this, <laughs> and then you've got to sit through a bloody Grammarly ad or something for 30. And, people, and those are long seconds when everyone's standing around. Like, and they feel long because you're showing someone something. You're like, have a look at this video. That and I'm, that builds up the anticipation at, for the video. I know, and that can't be. That. And I had one of those moments yesterday where at home where I was watching something on my phone, and I went, huh, that's funny. Just put to myself, and one of the kids, was like, whoa, what are you laughing at? So I hadn't approached them. And then I, I was like, oh, okay, I can, you know, it felt like a video. It wasn't someone spinning on their head or anything like that. Waving their legs it around. It felt like it was a funny little parody song that I, you know, I enjoyed. So i like, yeah, it seems appropriate for the kids. So I'll show the kids. And the kids laughed and they enjoyed it. And then my wife went past and said, oh, what are you all watching? Oh. And at this point, I was like, You've well, got a crowd now. <laughs> I've had a good track record already that I've enjoyed it, the kids have enjoyed it. I will be vulnerable and I will show this video to my wife, thinking, you know, like I'm smiling away, thinking this is a funny little parody song, and um, nothing. No, just nothing. Just, what was the parody of? It was, a, it was basically a, it was a funny song about something that we were talking about the other day when you go into the bathroom and you haven't made the... The, the smell but everyone when you come out mm. and it was a nice little song about how you're at a party and all that little story I was like oh, I appreciate this yes, this is speaking to me everyone thinks it's you mm. and I played it to my wife and she went I guess that one's funnier for you than it is for me and sort of mm. left Ooh. I was like oh you lost the audience <laughs> yeah and yeah. I was like that's a vulnerable moment that is you're, you're right and you can tell when you've lost them as well because you're looking at them going hey, <laughs> yeah, hey. I'm smiling and then they're feeling the pressure that they need to laugh at the correct moment and then at some point you see uh oh they're not gonna laugh <laughs> not, and you're looking at them with puppy dog eyes of, please something yeah like maybe they haven't heard it maybe the volume's not up maybe it's you get the fact and she's like no I get, mm. I get all this it's a great way to turn a two minute video into an eternity <laughs> it does it feels like a long long time and then I'm like oh anyway yeah but you do bring great shame upon yourself though, <laughs> you don't you, do. when you when you when unnecessary it shame many times that's why I just fire them off I'm like you digest that in your own time <laughs> I know you're probably not going to enjoy these but that gives me even more joy and I'll send some more little spinning people on their heads from Nepal to you today the hits the John and Ben podcast I followed yesterday uh, down a very long stretch of road a cyclist now. Are you a, do you cycle? I know you've got a bike. You've oh, got, you bought again, the whole just, family bikes and yeah. you're like, come on, we're training for the Tour de France. <laughs> no, we cycle around there, you know, every now and again. Yeah, it's a weekend thing. It's not usually a like, you know, commute. Commute, get to work at, you know, four or five in the morning is, I don't know, cycling at that time for me, I'm like, yeah. But okay. if I had to deal with traffic all the time, maybe I would, you know. Consider probably a great way it. to yeah. get to work, isn't it? You probably beat the uh, the cars. But and your fitness, it's great yeah. for your fitness too, you know. You had a period there where every time your family wanted to go somewhere on the weekend, you're like, great, we're going to cycle, we're going to use these bikes. <laughs> and then you push them to, a, you know, 10 or 15k limit. I would look you're... at the thing and I'll go, oh yeah, no, that's doable, 12k. They'll be like, 12k's, all right, okay, so peel it back. I found the line. I found <laughs> yeah. the line. But yeah, so I was following a cyclist down uh, a very long stretch of road, like I said before, sort of six or seven kilometers. And 
he was a very angry man in full-bodied lycra. Oh, really? And it's hard to take people <laughs> seriously when they're yelling at you and, and sponsored lycra, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. But to, uh, granted, the poor guy, there was multiple drivers tr- trying to hit him off his bike. So he was flaring up. And it just feels that this is... Do you need the stress in your life? Hop in a car, mate. You know? <laughs> I was, I, for 7Ks, I was like, do you need to do this to yourself, buddy? He's waving his arms. But the problem is when you're abusing people and you're on the move and they're on the move, the abuse, the message gets lost in translation. Yeah. All you yeah. hear is, yeah, you, know, you can tell they're saying something unfavorable about you, but you can never digest it. I mean, it's good. I mean, it's good to get uh, people out of their cars and stuff. But you're right. I imagine it's, I found it too, with cycling around. It is quite nerve wracking when you go past, you know, people in the car, they got to open their door and mm. they're going to, you know, there's a lot can go wrong. Oh, you can tell why they're bloody race cars in the red, <laughs> yeah. so to speak, these cyclists. Yeah. Because uh, everywhere they go, someone's trying to knock them off their bike. Yeah. Sometimes accidentally, but. Mm. It's still, it doesn't matter if you're, you're not in the wrong, it's still going to hurt you a lot more when you're on the bike, mm. you know? And then sometimes you just cop abuse from motorists too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm bloody <laughs> yeah. So spare a thought for people like Lance Armstrong, eh? You know, the real heroes. Is he a hero? Out there, doing it. <laughs> Maybe he's not a hero. He's still a hero in my heart. <laughs> he still won. Well, he did win, actually. He did. Can't take that away from him. Oh, no, they did take <laughs> they that did, away. No, I think they did take that away from <laughs> yeah. him, actually. But. We used to do stuff on the road when we had to film stuff for TV and that we had the same thing. You'd have passing motorists and they'd yell stuff out the window and you're like i can tell it's some form of abuse <laughs> yeah but then you just end up waving politely <laughs> yeah, don't you? yeah if you want to get your message across don't do it from a moving vehicle uh, Jonas internet wormhole. i like my hair i've gone missing on the internet again though ben now this was a suggestion by producer joel the same man who made us waste 47 minutes trying to name 100 past and present Warriors players last week. Oh, yeah, I, I did enjoy that. Now, all week, I'd be thinking of more players. I'm like, damn it. Should think of Blake that. Green. Blake Green's another one. It's too late now. Uh, so Joel's suggestion was, why don't you do an internet wormhole on the most popular cuisines? Cuisines around the world. And it's really interesting. So this was based off the most tagged food on Sosh Med in 23 so far. Okay. Uh, so I'll let, you, I'll let you down easy. A bit of a uh, disclaimer. Steak and cheese pies. They, they didn't make the cut. Didn't make the cut. Yeah. Okay. So most popular cuisine as of 2023. So this is worldwide. People are tagging in Instagram and yeah, mm. right. Okay. You know, you go like hashtag Japanese or something yeah, like that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, so the most popular. Over 20 million tags. Oh, this is on Instagram alone. The Italians. Producer Taylor. She's smiling at that one. And you'd have to say probably a very popular, well, clearly a very popular cuisine. How do they know the difference between just, oh, mate, who's Italian and uh, penne pasta? That is an Italian dish for the hashtag. And they've gone through and gone, oh, this wasn't in the uh, analytics. <laughs> yeah, yeah like because the... they could, you know, they could be, a, you know, we met these lovely people, hashtag Italian. Or, oh, or like we yeah. had a pedo pasta, hashtag Italian. Smarter people than me looked <laughs> yeah, into it. Yeah. Uh, but you may have found a flaw in this. Yeah. Uh, but the Italians, they love to say Mamma Mia, don't they? Uh, Producer Taylor, she's always coming in here saying Mamma Mia. <laughs> uh, but a great cuisine, and a wide and varied. Yeah. You know, your pizzas, your pastas, uh, your, your dominoes, <laughs> your, your garlic breads, you name it. Number two of the most popular cuisine. They're beautifully polite. And they're saying, wasabi losers, the Japanese. Oh, Japanese, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, you love your Japanese homemade sushi? Yeah, gave it a crack. You made me um, 
get, get a, judged get by a the judged, industry. Yeah, by the industry, which uh, we took it to the sushi shop next door. And humbling he said, experience. He said very um, watery, <laughs> very watery. He's like, this is the most watery sushi I've ever had. Did you ever think you were going to get watery? No, as a I did, but I, you know, I know it's not as good as the store, but we we give it a crack, and it's yeah, you know, it tastes alright. Number three, the most popular cuisines. Some would say it was Nani a business. The Indians. Oh, nice. Yeah. 1.2 billion mouths to feed in uh, India. Uh, and I love it. I'd have that at least once a week. Yeah. Yeah. Great cuisine. Number three on the list. Top four. Now, I don't know if you can guess this. Have a go. So, so hang on. What had, order have we got? We've had Italian number one, Japanese number two, oh, so we Indian got that number order. three. Okay, so this is number, number four. Number four. What do you think? It's really surged in popularity around the place. Oh. Particularly in the chicken game. Oh, Korean. Korean. Yeah, Korean. The chicken. ultimate episode of Neighbours at War over there in Korea. Yeah. Uh, but they've won that. They've won the war to hit inside the top five at number four. And number five, most popular cuisine. What do you think? Number five. If you've gone into you've gone you've gone the opposite way to what I thought you'd go. Do you think honest. I should have gone five to one? <laughs> yeah. Now I'm like, okay, so the least the less popular than the other ones. Well, there's so many cuisines out there. <laughs> I know, but, I'm just like, top but I was like, would it be better to build to the most popular? I'm like, I, know, I, don't I know. like to do things the other way around. Anyone could be the fifth most popular cuisine. I don't know. Uh, Chinese food. Uh, what we? What other countries? Whatever you say, American. It's going, to, it's going to be racist to the country that you don't guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The Mexicans. The Mexican food. Oh yeah, that makes. Sense. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I could have guessed that one. Yeah, so that's the top five uh, in an unordered fashion uh, <laughs> yeah. from one to five. I like I like to get the suspense out of the way early, Ben. Yeah, that's right. Let's go with the big bang. It's like announcing the election, then having all the debates afterwards. <laughs> the hits, the John and Ben podcast. Uh, ben, I've just figured out, and I only just realised something I've been doing recently on text. Maybe not the done thing, and I want to apologise because it harks my mind back to something that you had a common complaint about. Your father, Kevin Boyce. Now, text messages. You know you get those big, sometimes you get big long messages. And I like to, I've just figured out the bloody thumbs up, but hold it down, give it a thumbs up. You know, boom. Nothing, yeah. No writing required. Just like acknowledging that you've seen it, you've read you it. You can do it while you're driving. It's all safe as houses. Uh Although, I've just learned that apparently there are appropriate and inappropriate times to use the thumbs-up reply as a, as a function. Uh, like, for example, what should we do for dinner tonight? Thumbs-up doesn't suffice. Because you're not really giving an that's the That's my frustration with it. To, when you have lots of things, you're like, this is, there's questions in here that need to be addressed and someone will just go... Thumbs-up. Thumbs-up. Sounds good. Thumbs-up. You're like, well, no, you know, what the, you know, I've said, what do you want to... Anyway. Yeah. Your dad, he, he just likes to reply with the letter K. <laughs> K After a, a novel... Because you send some big text. <laughs> yeah. Many questions. He's actually pretty good on the comms for most of the thing. But yes, but sometimes with that, well, we'll send like, oh, I'll go. Jeez, I haven't replied for a while. I need to send a big one. Okay. Do you think sometimes when he presses it back, you're like, oh, has he accidentally misfired that? He's got more to come. Yeah. Uh, But K can be a bit of an insult as well. So 0800 The Hits, this is what we want to open up this morning. Uh, New Zealand's sloppiest communicators. Are you living with them? I imagine it happens quite a lot. I don't like... I, I also think you're either a phone talker or you're not a phone talker. Yeah. You know, I, Jim, my wife, she's like, you just don't like talking on the phone. 
you're the same. Yeah. You'd you'd rather send a you know ten page text <laughs> well, than have a phone conversation. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like you've got to do this this whole dance when you're on the phone. Oh, how's it? Oh, how's it? Oh, how's it? Oh, how's it? Yeah. All, right, all right. You know, good. Hope everything is great. You know, like something like that. You know that I don't probably fully. Well, I do hope things are great, but at the same time, we're not delving deep. We're just getting to what we need to say. What's the longest conversation you've had on the phone recently? Oh. Would you go over three minutes? Oh well, yeah, I guess probably work-related stuff. You probably would mm. uh, things, but yeah, but not not normally. I'm kind of like giving a thing, get to the chat. It's been great. Wrap it up nicely, much like a radio chat. You know, you've had a, we've had a chat. It's been three minutes. It's been great. Yeah, now I'm up. ready to move on to something else. Oh, eight hundred the hits. Give yeah. us a call. Yeah. yeah, give us a call. New Zealand's sloppiest communicators. You can text two four four eight seven as uh, your partner, maybe you know, as your friend, whoever it is. Maybe it's your parents. If uh, it's if it's you, you're probably not going to call or text. <laughs> <laughs> we can text us K. Get a whole lot of people. You think you're sloppy? Text us K. 4487. <laughs> the hits. The John and Ben podcast. Uh, the sloppiest communicator when it comes to uh, texting and keeping in touch. My dad, John Pryor, John Walter Pryor, he, uh, very hard British man, Air Force man, doesn't say much. I uh, He's only said one thing to me in my life when I was 16. <laughs> I think it was, pass me the remote, please, <laughs> or something like that. But no, it's funny when I talked to him on the phone. Those are some quick combos. <laughs> yeah. We could not have spoken for <laughs> one, two months. Yeah. Here you going? Good. What are you up to? Not much. I'll pass you on to your mother. <laughs> Great conversation. In and out. You would like that. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Succinct and tight. Yeah, like uh, New Zealand's sloppiest comms. Jennifer, we'll get you on. Welcome to New Zealand's Breakfast. Hi. Good. Now it's your husband. So many texts and calls coming through about boyfriends and husbands, Jennifer. <laughs> they have different priorities, I feel. And what happened? Um, so I took my child to daycare one day last week only to find out that the day before he'd been sent home sick. My husband had taken a half day of work, gone and picked him up and, um, and not told me. Oh, so so no idea. I had no idea. Um, and the only reason daycare rung my husband instead of myself was because I knew I had client meetings that day. So they were doing it as a courtesy, but they... Their, their response when they found out that I had no idea was, okay, next time we'll text mum too. Oh, so hold on, what happened? So he picked the child up, you came home, you spent the night together, there was a whole day, yep. there was a whole a yep. whole thing. Yeah, nothing, nada. <laughs> he's not, now, from our point of view, he's just not wanting to bother you, you know? He's well, like, oh, I've got luckily, the- luckily it wasn't anything serious, because if he'd been like vomiting or something, he's supposed to stay off school for a couple of days, at least. But it was just a temperature from his vaccinations. Wow. But, um, yeah, if it had been something serious, I would have had to have known or I wouldn't have been able to take him to school. Sloppy comms there. Jennifer, thank you for your call. Appreciate it. So many uh, more coming through on 0800 The Hits. Uh, Amanda, it's your husband as well, your husbo. Um, well, yeah, I'd often uh, send my husband two or three text messages um, going into some great detail and he'd sort of just reply with an okay. Well, I mean, unless he's acknowledging, I guess he's seen it. Yeah. You're wanting the same level of uh, commitment to replying to the text. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's just, it's not just my husband. I'm at work. We, yeah, we also get it from our our bosses. They sort of, we send them big, long sort of business cases and they'll just reply with a fine. Um, (laughs) no, No capital letters, no full stop. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. You know what I love now too is the automatic reply function that can come up on Gmail or something. That's right. Where yeah. like, whenever you get a sounds good to me exclamation mark, you're yeah. like, this person has just yeah. put zero love into this reply. 
exactly. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, this has been fine, Amanda. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Really appreciate your time. You're going to have a great day. No worries. You too. See ya. See you, mate. Carmen, welcome to the show. Thanks. Hi. Good morning. Good to have you on. Uh, sloppy comms on the partner front. Yeah. My, my husband is a lovely man, but he's rubbish at communication. Let's talk through his strong points first before we get to his, <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. his weak points. What do you love about him? He's very patient and kind and and nothing's ever too much. He's, he's, yeah, he's very good like that. So he's got many good points. I love him already. Okay, but now let's focus on the negs. <laughs> well, to get any information out of him is like blood out of a stone. There was one particular incident that was extremely embarrassing for me. I rang my mother-in-law and, you know, hi, how are you? And she said, oh, I'm getting better. I said, oh, you're not being well. I had a heart attack. Oh, jeez. <laughs> what now? And so when I asked my husband, he said, oh, she was, you know, she was getting better. She was all better, so it doesn't matter. I didn't think I needed to know. <laughs> well, I can, and he was like, hey, I didn't, need, I didn't want to bother you. It was coming from a good place. I didn't need you to worry. Yeah, I was like, no, I need to know those things, please. Yeah, no, I would say it's quite a major event in the family. (laughs) (laughs) I will appreciate your time, Carmen. Go and have a great day. You too. The Hits, the Jono and Ben podcast. Uh, Producer Taylor, welcome. Thank you. Very stressful morning. Computer's not working. I'm hearing all sorts of blasphemy coming out of uh, the adjacent room here. But this is your soft girl era. You keep saying you're in part of your soft girl era. Not, not this morning. Not this it's morning. on hold. Okay. I can't do those computers. Oh, out that there. poor computer is going to go home and cry <laughs> yeah. uh, today. The thing. Speaking of which, though, you uh, you had a bit of an incident last night. Yeah, yeah. So as you know, we wake up pretty early for this job. So by the time it gets around the the late afternoon dinner time area, like I am absolutely gone out of my mm. mind i'm so tired i've hit a wall yeah i don't want to do anything but to prepare for the next morning after dinner i'll always make my my um smoothie so they I, look disgusting they too, are by the disgusting way. yeah yeah it's more like for toxic health. waste mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah you made that the night before for the morning yeah, yeah. i make right. that the night before so i could just come in here and drink and don't have to worry about breakfast so and i told my husband every single time Stop putting the blender lid on so tight because not everyone has strong wrists like you. He's a professional sports player. Exactly. Place the Warriors, right? I so, can't compete with that. Yeah. So I went to go make this smoothie and I've stumbled across the blender lid that mm. is so tightly put <laughs> on the the Nutribullet that I can't, I'm trying, I'm creating a, a rim around my palm because <laughs> that's how tight the bloody lid was on. <laughs> And I'm there for about 10 minutes. He had popped out to buy ice because he's icing his knee. And I'm there and I just started bursting in tears because I just <laughs> wanted to go to bed. But I couldn't go to bed until I made the bloody smoothie. Crying over uh, the Nutribullet. Yeah. yeah. At least it wasn't the spilt milk. Yeah. Which, well, has anyone ever cried over spilt milk? I suppose if you owned a milk factory. Yeah, I mean, someone in yeah. Fonterra might have. Yeah. Like stage. a big vat of milk fell over and <laughs> no, you're like, that's oh, millions God. of dollars of That would make earnings. me cry. Yeah, yeah, it would. It would make me cry. So crying over not being able to. And so what was the result when Marcelo got home? Oh, when he got home, I absolutely blasted him. Mm. So it's not a bloody competition, is it, mate? <laughs> How tight we can put the lid on the blender. How does Marcelo, we talk about Marcelo uh, and your personal life quite a lot yeah. on the radio. Is yeah. he cool with it? Yeah, he doesn't know. He doesn't know. <laughs> no, okay. okay, we'll all keep this quiet. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what have you, yeah, the pointless, unnecessary thing you've ended up crying over? I think, now, was there a part in the Barbie movie 
that would have lent itself to me crying. Because I'm pretty sure I remember tearing up in the Barbie movie. Yeah, there was some. Yeah, there was something. Yeah, there's some emotional And I had stuff, to like yeah. sit through the credits just to compose myself at the end. Yeah. And the kids are like, can we go? And I'm like, no, I just want to see who the assistant <laughs> camera operator was. I find that with some of the Pixar animated movies mm. yeah, as well. They really get you. There was always a heartfelt parent story, you know, and it's the loss of innocence. And they go off and go to university. And you're like... <laughs> I think that's why they have credits, just so you can pull yourself together in darkness. Before Maybe this is going to be one of those ones where they have a, a post-credit scene. Oh, they don't, but good. I've stopped. Dad, stop crying. And go to the car. Get out to the mall again. <laughs> the Hits, the John and Ben podcast. We want to know this morning, uh, the thing that you ended up crying over, I mean, it happens to everyone, and it happened to producer Taylor yesterday. She was tired. She couldn't open the neutral bullet. Her husband, Marcelo, had uh, tightened it too tight and... Yeah, I mean, that happens. It, it happens. does. You came in here crying once, and uh, I don't think it was an emotional cry, but you had misfired the hand sanitizer, yes. and you pumped down on the bottle, and for some reason it took a big dog leg that squirt. Straight into my eye. It was really burned. Burned my retina. <laughs> and so, yeah, I came in here. It looked like you'd been sprayed with mace or something. <laughs> it felt like yeah. that. It felt like that. Not that I have been sprayed with mace, but... <laughs> But <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah. You never want to boast that you've been sprayed with mace. But your eyes and beneath your eyes were quite red. Yeah. Just the whole area was very I know. red. And you always tell it, do I look like I've been crying? Everyone's like, no, no. But you definitely do look like you've been crying. Uh, Victoria, we're going to get you on. Unnecessary cries. What happened to you? Um, so my daughter, she has this bad habit. of, of Every time I ask her, have you got washing? She always says no. Mm. And so I'll do all the washing. And then I'll, and then I see her walking past the lounge, and she's got like two baskets full of washing. And I'll go, I thought you said you had no washing. She goes, Oh, I changed my mind. And um, the, so the off. other, so the other night I had done all the washing. I didn't finish till two in the morning. Jeez, you are committed <laughs> to washing. I know, and it's but it's only there's only three of us in the house. But um, she came home from school yesterday, and I said to her, um, baby, have you got something wrong with you? And she goes, no, why? And I go, because I just washed 18 pairs of knickers. She's <laughs> 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 going wrong. I didn't expect that as a follow-up. <laughs> something wrong with me? No. <laughs> Uh, sometimes I feel like the kids, it's a tactic they use, and I use the same thing. It's just like when you go to tidy your room, it's like it's easy to put it in the washing pile. Yeah, then fold it, it. Yeah. fold it, and put it away. You know, we'll you deal know, with it later. Yeah, but mum and dad or whoever can jo- uh, deal with that. We're going to send you out some hell pizza. It sounds like you need it. Oh, cool. Thank you. All right. You and your 18 pairs of knickers. Go and have a great day. Appreciate that. Robin, you're on New Zealand's breakfast. Can you believe it? Oh, no, not really. Should I cry about it? <laughs> yeah, well, that would be unnecessary crying, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, what happened to would you, be? mate? Oh, it's just one of those pet peeves, and it just really ticks me off. I'm in a rental. I've got one of those glass top ovens, and it's the psychotic oven where it burns everything. Oh. And it boils over, and it just throws me up the walls. And mine's more of a... An angry cry. Yeah. Oh, so this, have you got, got like... Clean the damn thing. A glass top oven sort of job. Yes, it's one of those ceramic tops, and it's got, like, Satan's element, and it always tries to burn everything. And if it doesn't burn it, it boils it over. Now, there, that make you cry? Yeah. How often have you cried about that? It'll be once a week until it gets fixed. Oh, well, Robin, you're going to have a lovely day. Now, we've got Jack from Otorohonga. Jack's high-risk, high-reward. Every time we go to Jack, it can go one of two ways. Which way is it going to go today, Jack? Unnecessary crying. 
Oh, I think you already know which way it's going to go this morning. Uh, <laughs> but, um, I mean, it's not so, so much as me doing the unnecessary crying. It's my friends. So not every time I talk to one of my friends, but quite frequently when I, frequently when I talk to my friends, they say, oh, God, you're not still doing it, are you? And I go, yep. And they start crying. Yeah. What are you, what are you doing, Jet? Do, do, do we want to know? Dare I ask, what are you doing? Still listening to the Hits Morning Show. But, as they say, every cloud has a silver lining. So, it's, um, I know that song's quite popular at the moment. It's called Something in the Orange. You know the one? Yeah, we do. Yep. I can't understand what he's on about, but it's also the same with the Hits. There's something in the Hits that makes me keep going back there. I think it's just free pizza going on content. Uh, it has to be free pizza. But, um, uh, well, I've been getting. I haven't actually been getting enough of that, but I'm not one to complain or beat. Oh, beef, Jack, well, Jack, well, it sounds like you need some free pizza. We appreciate your call. We appreciate you sticking with us, even though you don't know why you're sticking with us. The Hits, the John and Ben podcast. My name is Bakery. Hi, how are you? Hello. Hi. Look, have you got a, a blank space in the bookings if I made a reservation? Are you talking about the cafe? Yeah, what sort of style of food do you do there? Um, we've got a range of cabinet food, lasagnas, we've got I love this. bagels, pizza slices, oh, quiches, phyllo parcels, what have we got, toasted sandwiches. Geez, you really listed them all off. Yeah, I'm standing in front of it doing that for you. Fantastic. Listen, do you like a tale? If I, do, can I tell you a, a love story? Go for gold. So I was with someone and they said, listen, we are never, ever going to the Blanchfields Bakery. Why not? Exactly. I had some bad blood with them. Good. And we got into a big Barney. Yeah. And we're trying to make good now. So I texted them this morning. Do you know what I said? What did you say? I said, you belong with me at at 12.30 at the Blanchfields Bakery for lunch. We can shake it off, all this bad, bad blood that we've had. Yeah. And then guess what? What's that? They. I don't, look what you made me do. <laughs> yeah, no, that one didn't work. <laughs> no, look, look what I made you do, Jono. Look, it's Jono and Ben calling from the hits. I'm so sorry to interrupt your day. I'm making Jono insert Taylor Swift songs in the conversation. How did he go? Oh, bloody good, mate. <laughs> he really struggled to get in there when you started listing the cabinet food, though. Jeez, you've got a lot of food. So much food. Oh, we have so much food. You've got to come down and try it. Oh, it sounds really good. There's a long list of food that you do. <laughs> yeah. No oh, cu- more than that. No cuisine you don't cover. Side of the building oh. to rattle off yet. <laughs> oh, don't start the rattling off there. We've got no more Taylor Swift songs to insert. We'll have to ring you back for another time. Oh, I'm the biggest Taylor Swift fan there is. Oh, okay. and what, you didn't notice that her song titles <laughs> are big. you made me do. Made me stuff it up. <laughs> there you go. Hey, can we chuck you in the drawer? Yeah, go for gold. We are sending people. Uh, someone's got to win a trip for two to see Taylor Swift live in Sydney. Awesome. At the hat. So we'll uh, hold the line. We'll put you on the draw. Good. You said, can we check you on the draw? You didn't even know what for. You're no, like, absolutely. Like, <laughs> I don't care what oh it is. Oh, God. I love your work, mate. You're going to have a great day. You too. Bye.